Hello and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. This is episode 206. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this week, Dolomite is my name. <laughs> it is? Yes. No, it is not. Chris oh. is my name. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. So, new Netflix movie. Yeah. New Eddie Murphy Netflix movie. Eddie Murphy... Yeah. I haven't seen him in anything in a while. Um, well, he hasn't done a movie in like three years. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's kind of been... And this is also like his first like R-rated movie in a very, very long, long time. time. Yeah. Uh, he's been doing a lot of like more... We did a lot of crap. Family-friendly type of stuff that yeah. generally didn't turn out too well. No. no. Um, so, yeah. Don't make my name. Uh, was uh, written by Scott Alexander and Larry Karaszewski. I'm sure that's totally wrong. Uh, and directed by Craig Brewer. Um... And Karazowski? Yeah, Karazowski. Yeah. Well, no, I know that's not right because it's it's, Karaz- it's not an English name, but it's Karazowski. fine. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and release date, um, yeah, it was October yeah. 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, On Netflix. And yeah, yeah, it has some limited stuff before, before that. that. Yeah, like, oh, like just barely before, like yeah, early September, well, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Initial release was like yeah September seventh. It was that released was at September. Toronto International Film Festival in September. Yeah, and then got a limited theatrical release mm-hmm. like in early October, and then went on to and then like late October went on to Netflix because mm-hmm. it's a Netflix film. But uh, you know, stuff that they think is going to be like a fairly like prestigious. Yeah, release they like mm-hmm. to get a limited mm-hmm. theatrical release just in case. Yeah. So this is um, kind of a yeah. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. It's his first R-rated Eddie Murphy's first R-rated film since Life in 1999. So 20 years. Wow. It's his first R-rated film in 20 years. Jeez. And his first film at all yeah. in in th- like three yeah. years. Uh-huh. Anyways, yes. Yeah. Sorry. So uh, this is a uh, biopic Absolutely. of uh, Rudy, so the, so Rudy of, Ray Moore, yeah. aka Dolomite, yeah, who yeah, was a famous black exploitation actor. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of uh, more or less the sorry. how. Oh, sorry, it's more or less like the story of um, how he went from being who he was yeah. to being this like mega famous. Yeah, it's the creation of the Dolomite character, character. and yeah. then the the making of the first movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, Eddie Murphy playing so, so an, Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah. yeah. So it's another one of those like kind of limited biopics where mm-hmm. it looks at a specific, you know, we kind of kind of like we did with Stan mm-hmm. and Ollie, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like looking at a specific is, period in the life of yeah, these people yeah, rather yeah. than being like a general like yeah. biography of like their life story. And this is like maybe a year or two. Um, like there's a little bit of time skipping at the beginning. Yeah. There's a bit then, of time skipping early yeah, on just to, yeah. as as things were kind of getting going. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, so it's 70s, uh, mm-hmm. um, basically the first half of the 70s, essentially, is what yep. it covers. Um, Rudy Bray Moore, at this time, uh, was working in a um, record store. Yeah. Um, he had had, uh, he had recorded, like, some songs mm-hmm. back in, like, the 50s yeah. and, like, early 60s and stuff. And uh, it's funny, because like, they, oh. they open with... The whole thing with him, like, trying to convince the oh, DJ. DJ, played the by store, Snoop Dogg, yeah, yeah. Who's played by Snoop Dogg, who, like... You know, because uh, Snoop is like he's always because um, uh, Rudy Ray Morris stuff had this kind of like 
rhyming thing yeah, was yeah. kind of his shtick that he did mm-hmm. these like rhymes mm-hmm. and so he's kind of like been called like sort of the godfather of rap because mm-hmm. it's like he's been very like influential on like rappers and stuff you know yeah. like, he came like long before and his stuff wasn't really like rap but it was like yeah. influential there was because... a there was a convention there that yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and suit particularly has always said that like yeah. he was a big influence mm-hmm. on him and and he was like a big sort of yeah uh not idol necessarily but he Snoop basically said like if there had been no rudy ray Moore, there'd be no Snoop not kind yeah, of thing like yeah. that just like the inspiration was very important <laughs> that, that so, opening scene where he keeps, so, yeah, the he keeps he's getting scene, to try and play his lps and he's yeah. just giving them the yeah he's just giving all these crap. like old like novelty songs from like the 50s, 50s and stuff yeah. and he's just like no, nobody wants to like, hear nobody wants to hear that yeah. <laughs> and uh and and it's funny too because like that's even something that like for people today might be a little weird is the idea of like a dj in a record, record store yeah, yeah. well because he was like but, the local it, yeah he was like the local radio station that is to well, say he probably broadcast to maybe 10 square blocks the thing is is that something which is not made clear in the movie that if you like look into it because like mm-hmm. i did a little bit of like digging a bit yeah. more in and it's like if you look a little deeper into it that record store was not just any record store. That was like the record store. It seemed of like that yeah. area. like like that was like a really big. It seemed like, pretty famous, like yeah. Like that was like popular, a really famous yeah. record store. So it makes sense that like mm-hmm. yeah, they'd have their own DJ. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that there were other radio booth set up. Yeah, in and there, I'm sure yeah. there are other stores of that nature. Mm-hmm. Where like the really big like crazy record store is probably always you know having a DJ was probably a pretty standard mm-hmm. thing. Anyway, so yeah, that's a funny kind of little thing. So basically, the idea is that you know he kind of had had his shot at yeah. like getting into like the entertainment business. Well, he, he keeps trying because he does in at night. Yeah. He does he does stage intros yeah. for bands for the, at a local, yeah. and he has his like the the at guy a, has him do club, his like yeah. five minutes of like yeah. material. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, and he just does. Like some jokes, yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah, pretty, and pretty run of the mill, real run of the mill, and so not a lot of laughs, yeah, <laughs> and so, um, yeah, and so basically, you know, he's already middle aged at this point, yeah, exactly, basically, right? Yeah, like yeah. Ray Moore had been around. The chance for him, been, his and, chance had kind of come and, and gone. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he's just like working in a record store and just yeah. like blah blah blah. Um, yeah, and then basically what happened was there's like this, and this is all real. Like, yeah, this yeah, is this exactly is, what happened. Yeah, yeah. There was like this, like seemingly like crazy, like homeless dude that kept coming into the store, yeah. and he would go off onto these like weird sort of like rants about various story, like telling stories. Yeah. And one of the things was he, Ron Steffes Jones plays. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like uh, Rico. Was Rico. The dude's yeah, name. yeah. Recognize and, him from. Um, this, the, there's a lot the, of. Um, the cast in this is quite no. The cast is but, uh, he's um, from the um, the Marvel Netflix films. Yeah, he he plays a reoccurring character in the, in those. I thought but, it yeah. was the same guy, yeah, but yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah. It's the he's the he's the guy who keeps selling guns out of his yeah, trunk yeah, and keeps yeah. getting beat up by every other character in yeah, the Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought it was him, but yeah. I wasn't one hundred percent sure because yeah. he's made up I've, a little differently. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen him in a number of things. Um, he's he's a good actor. I like him. A yeah. Lot, oh, I mean, there's yeah. lots of good good people. Like, like. Yeah. like Definitely, I this movie had some good acting. Oh yes, um, and uh, yeah. So basically, um, you know, he comes in and raves about stuff, and they're always trying to like kick it smells him like pee. Yeah, he's like get him out of here. He's trying to get him out of the store and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, but like one of the things was he starts going on about like this character, this kind of like street legend character of Dolomite. Yeah, and Rudy is kind of like interested by this. Like, mm-hmm. well, what is this? 
and you know so he goes and he tracks down the guy yeah. and gets and like he, he like hangs out with all the other like yeah like bombs and basically he he crimps their stories yeah, yeah to to a certain degree i mean like he kind of takes the original like idea and inspiration from that yeah. but he does add to it himself yeah, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. not like he's just stealing you yeah. know this other well, material and he builds uh, on it he pays for those stories. True. He, does he brings a he brings a lot of cash and he pays for he those does, stories. He does. He does pay a little. Bit. That's a that's a great scene where he's sitting around the burning can yeah. there yeah. and they've all got their stories and he's like and he, he's got the he just waves a couple of bills. Yeah. He's like, who's got more stories? I mean, he does pay a little. I'm sure yeah. not a whole lot. Not a homeless but, you know, money. Yeah, yeah it was, you know, he helps them out. Yeah, yeah. But because um, it's not like he had money. Really. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's true. Yeah. So the, this is where he originally took the ideas from. But twenty bucks in ones probably went but, further you know, than you would have expected. He, you know, he did build on it, and yeah. so he basically got this idea of like taking this character of Dolomite outrageous character you know sort of an outrageous kind of like mm-hmm. pimp kind of style character um you know street hero pimp sort yeah, of character yeah, yeah. and building on that as and then doing this weird like rhyming thing yeah. with and you know I mean it is very strange I mean it's it's definitely of a time and place that yeah. like it comes across now well, as kind of like what is this in like, many it's, it is very odd in many ways like, like uh like it's um I was thinking like it like the rhyming scheme, which I mean, goes back to like his original music, yeah. which reminded me a lot of like um, almost like like doo-wop. Yeah. But of course, like doo-wop was actually kind of yeah. stolen but it's from like this kind of spoken, yeah, 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 that yeah. just kind of rolls. Yeah. It's, it's it's very odd, um, but you know, and he, well, he but it goes he over. cracks it. He tries it out one night yeah. on his like when he's supposed to be doing the band intro, yeah. and his manager almost like loses his crowd, <laughs> but the crowd eats it. Yeah, up. yeah, they love it. Yeah, and then it kind of just. When he realizes he has something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you and know. they do the thing where, I like it where they do the thing that where they record the album <laughs> in his ha- uh, like in his apartment, apartment. Yeah. And they just like set it up with like a little kind of stage and like a backdrop. And yeah. then like they have chairs, like just like like little chairs Chair, placed yeah. out. And they just invite like people over. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like the, the, the neighborhood or wherever mm-hmm. over. And they just like sit there and watch his act like in his apartment. apartment. Yeah, yeah. You know, they serve drinks and like... <laughs> Yeah, and, well, it's all he's got, and, right? And so, and and then they use that as like the ambiance. <laughs> when, he, when he's like, when he wants to make the records, and yeah. he's like, and he's, he's an auntie. Yeah. It's like auntie, oh, you got yeah, that, yeah. you got that bus accident money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you're rich now, and it's like two hundred and fifty dollars, <laughs> and I'm gonna spend that on what I want. To yeah, spend. yeah, it's great. That last <laughs> yeah. stuff is good. Um, yeah, and yeah. So I mean, he records it. Uh, it goes over, obviously. Um, yeah. You know, and then it starts getting like played locally, and then yep. it gets like picked up, and he yep. starts putting out more well, albums. Well, they, they start, yeah, because he starts making his own. Well, and he, he takes it yeah. to uh, the guy who's like, I think he can like get that record. Oh, yeah. the record, and the guy's like, Oh yeah, I can't sell this. I can't like, sell. Yeah, because it's like so like profane. It's super profane. He's yeah. like, I that's that's something that should be noted. Between is that, that like the between... amount of like f bombs and just like like R rated content in this movie is, ex- is quite high. He had twenty years to make up for. it. <laughs> there is a lot of f bombs in this movie. Yeah. Um. So you know, yeah. for people who aren't into that sort of yeah. thing, if the N word scares you, well, you're not... <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, um, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely uh, like I can see where like something like this, like it's. This story is like, it's, it's sort of made for everybody in that, like, you know, even people like us who are just like regular, like, yeah. you know, white boy, suburban white dudes, we can appreciate it for yeah, what it yeah. is and stuff. And yeah. particularly like, you know, the it, really good acting, yeah. like well-told story, well, yeah, super interesting, you know, I'm really, but yeah. at the same time, it's kind of like, 
it's yeah. kind of not for us. No, like, yeah, it's very way. much a thing of like it's 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 them being able to like express the culture yeah, exactly. that they had, yeah. Yeah. and it's something that like you know it became popular well, because of that, right? Like, like we, like, I we don't how, have any like reference point for a lot of this yeah, stuff, like a right? lot of it's yeah, like yeah. very cultural and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I love that part where the guys like that guys like uh, you know. This is only going to appeal to people in like five square blocks. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and Rudy's like, yeah, but those there's those same five square blocks in every, every city, city. Yeah, you know, so it's like yeah. it has you know yeah. wide appeal. It's just you know only in certain <laughs> yeah. And then well, then neighborhoods. That's, that's when he starts to go on tour. Yeah, and he, and he, he tours, just hits. Yeah, the, he like tours the south and stuff, yeah. and that's well, where he, he finds makes. The, doesn't he make he makes a deal with those. Um, those, uh... Oh, yeah, the, those the brothers. Ar- the, the, like, these, like, Armenian brothers who, like... Uh, they're not Armenian, but they're, they're something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, Very, yeah, yeah. like, European. Yeah. And they've... Goes, well, they've, they've got... They have... They have immediate... Like, they have their fingers in, in radio and yeah. all sorts of stuff. And so they're able to make the connections for him that he can't. Um, and then, of course, eventually he realizes... He wants to make a movie. Yeah. Well, because I, I like... Well, at first, like... When, and that's like, where, like, the wheels almost start to come off. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. And, and, like, there has been some comparison to, like, like disaster artists. Yes. That yeah, there's yeah. a similar kind of thing of, like, it's like, you know, somebody who has, like, the dream of, like, making a movie has you're, no idea how oh, to yeah. do so. Like, your aspirations you know? are bigger than your capability. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, um, but it's one of those things, like, but he also, like... He's more very, self-aware, though. Yeah. Because, like, for example, like... Very he early was, on... He was making comedy to begin with. Yeah, yeah. It was always comedy. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't, like, unintentional I mean, comedy, the, you know? The thing is, is... Well, because he hires... Um, uh, uh, King of Michael K plays Jerry Jones to be Yeah, his, the, the writer. The writer. He's, but like, like, a playwright. Oh, yeah, he's a playwright. He writes, like, like brilliant black culture plays. Yeah, like, he's trying to... Like, yeah. actually... And he's write. always trying to, like, write more serious, like, yeah, realistic yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. And Rudy's just kind of like, oh, whatever. Uh, yeah, People yeah. just want to see, like, you <laughs> know... Kung Fu, boobs, and just you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but I think the culmination of when you like he like he really realizes that like like I want to do like I want to make a a I want to seriously make a movie, yeah. but not make a serious movie. Yeah, is when it comes to when they do the sex scene. Yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, and they're like, wait, because he keeps looking at himself in the mirror, and he's and like, he's very nervous about it because well, he's like, I got the pudgy gut. I'm yeah, like yeah, the, and he's well, and also he just doesn't feel comfortable with yeah. like trying to like he's yeah. not the type to be like, yeah, I'm like Mister. Yeah, well, that's the thing. He's not. Move. He's not that. You know? Yeah, which is like a very, which is actually very interesting considering, yeah. like how, um, like especially at the time, and I mean, this still is the case. Um, not to generalize, yeah. but like. How a lot of like never give up on being like a man is a big yeah, part yeah. of like that black black culture, yeah. and he is definitely he doesn't have any illusions well, as he, to the kind of person little, he is. He actually has like it's funny because he he has ego in terms of like he has confidence about that's yeah he's confident he has confidence about like his abilities to like perform and like yeah. his abilities as like you know. <laughs> As a comedian, but no, no delusions like of grandeur. But he's like, but he's actually like pretty humble in terms yes. of like knowing yeah. his limitations. Mm-hmm. But like he knows his limitations, but he kind of like exceeds them yeah. because he's just like he has a dream. He's just yeah. like, we're gonna make a movie. Ooh. You know how to make a movie? No, oh, yeah, well, we're yeah. gonna do it anyway. Effort. You know, we, he, he, 
he does he's like 150% effort on yeah. anything yeah, yeah. and yeah. so when they do that sexy and they're yeah. just like let's just make it as wacky and they come and up with the goes, idea to just make it funny oh and, and it is amazing it's like amazing the ceiling you know, coming down because he knows that, that like oh, he so can't good. do a conventional exactly. like I'm gonna seduce yeah, the lady there's, blah, blah, blah. there's no know. sexiness here yeah and so he just makes it like comedic and then and then of course Jerry's like like oh I write I wrote this like passionate like like you know exactly this like serious passionate love scene and it's like yeah nope that's not what we're just gonna do my other my other favorite character like yeah Eddie Murphy was amazing in this you know he's had his ups and downs it's a big comeback for him great comeback for him I I mean after the last twenty years I was kind of like at a like a like Eddie Murphy's done Eddie Murphy's just kind of done like whatever yeah um but uh I was always kind of like pulling for him. But right. I was never going to actually yeah. watch these crap exactly. movies that he exactly. kept coming exactly. out with. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> but I always hoped that he could come back somehow. Wesley Snipes is also... Wesley Snipes is great. Speaking of somebody else who's... Uh, I actually really well, like... Both of these guys have had some issues in the, like, yeah. the news line lately. I, I gotta look up the names, years. but... Because um, there was... Because uh, one thing that we kind of skipped over was that uh, when they go down to tour in the south, oh, yeah. he finds this this lady, uh, Lady Reed. Oh, Lady Reed, uh, played uh, by uh, Divine, Divine Joy Rand- Randall. Yeah, she's... and I thought she was great. I thought she was she's really so funny. good. That scene, he, he meets her at the by bar. like in the nightclub where they're oh, playing. Right. She's punching out her, her husband, her like two timing husband. husband. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, he's like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. She and she just like boom, cold cocks him. Yeah, and you know, just like big lady. Yeah, and and like, but and he was Rudy, a big guy too. Like, was, yeah, he was a big guy, but she was just she like not having it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rudy sees all this happen because yeah. initially it's that thing of like, oh, some guys like getting like manhandling his woman, kind yeah, of yeah, like yeah. At, at first it seems like, oh, he's worried, like, oh, should I intervene? Like, yeah, like yeah. it looks like this is gonna get. And then she just turns around and takes takes him yeah. out and then when Rudy sees that he's like really impressed yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like I gotta like see what's yeah, up with yeah, this one yeah. he goes talks to her and then well and he finds and so, out that like oh no she used to do stage stuff too yeah, yeah. and he's like well she's like a got. singer yeah show me you what know? you got and, she, and then, she didn't think she could be funny and he's yeah, like no I think you can be no, funny no, blah, no, blah blah yeah. and so they yeah. end up like duetting yeah yeah the rest of like tour songs like duetting and then of course he's like when he goes to the movie, yeah. he just starts bringing everybody. Yeah, yeah, in. Yeah. yeah. But I thought she did a really that hotel, good that yeah. abandoned hotel. Yeah, it was great. He's like, he's like, no, what are you it, paying for this? Nothing. Yeah, he I just told, promises I, to get rid of all I, the junkies. I took and, a job as the janitor, yeah. and I'm just keeping the junkies. Just, yeah, he just took, he just took the job to get rid of all the junkies. <laughs> yeah. And then they bring in the the film school. Uh, all the film school yeah, yeah, kids, yeah. bunch were, like, of twenty, bunch of twenty, eighteen to twenty something, yeah, yeah. just like, like these film school B-Nicks. kids, yeah, to, yeah. To white kids to be like the crew, <laughs> yeah. And there's like the the uh, man, they are just happy to be there, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, we're out of film, <laughs> yeah, they were out of film, uh, but it's um, uh, what's his name, uh, Cody. Uh, Cody Smith McPhee. Smith McPhee. Yeah, yeah. He plays he plays uh, Nicholas Joseph von Sternberg. Who's the cinematographer? Mm-hmm. And I love that part where they're like, uh, you know, what, what was it? Uh, was it, oh, because you were talking about um, uh, was the Snipes? Yeah, and he plays um, Dervell Martin. Dervell Martin. Yeah, who was like a pretty like big act. Well, not that big of an actor, but he appeared in like some fairly big yeah. things. Um, well, at this so, point, so he's, he had been like a side character yeah, in a few things in some big stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like he was the only one. You can direct. Who was it? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> they they to, get him all to sort of get him on board. They, they, they tell they, him you can be the director. They give him the directing job as well. You ever directed a movie before? Yeah. No. He also plays. <laughs> he also plays the villain. Villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but here's the thing. He's like the only one 
who actually has experience yeah. in the actual film industry, yeah. like the professional. How to industry. make a movie. So the whole movie, he's kind of just like flabbergasted by like being surrounded by all these people who have no idea Nothing. what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. But like the way they're doing it kind of works because of like how they're going mm. about it and because of their their enthusiasm and stuff. Yeah. And like he j- he he's just always like <laughs> when he has to tell him like yeah you got to light scenes differently yeah. for black people oh, yeah, or yeah, white people really cool. like we. We, yeah. It doesn't work yeah. if you use the like all yeah. these spotlights here. They're all worthless. You yeah. can't use any of this. Yeah, black people absorb light. <laughs> White people reflect light. Yeah, you gotta light it all differently. <laughs> um, and, and and but yeah, when, and, and Rudy's just like like yeah, I don't know. He, he doesn't know anything about lights. Anything. He doesn't. Even, he didn't even know we, they needed lights. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They, but, bar- they barely got electricity. Going. They the, almost the, lost a man getting electricity. Yeah, but the, See, go out to the box next door and steal it. Yeah, but the but the the, uh, the cinematographer kid there um, that that Cody Smith McPhee yeah, yeah. Um what was his name again? Nicholas. Nicholas. Yeah. Because um, right, right. I love the part when they come in and and Derville's just like. How old is that kid? He's, he's like, oh, where's the cinematographer? And they point him out. And he's like, how old oh, is that kid? And Rudy's like, I don't know, like 16, 20? Rudy's like 50 at this point. He doesn't know what a 16-year-old or a 20-year-old looks like. Like, they just look like kids to him. And they're white kids, too. So it's even worse. Yeah, yeah. You know? So he's just like, I don't know. Like, how old are kids now? Like, he just has no idea. You know? But, he, but you know, Nicholas knew more about about filming than he did so yeah exactly you know, yeah they just got who they could mm. you know they didn't have any money really yep. so uh, i think the, the they ended up the final um, a, a lot of scenes that were like we're gonna do one they did yeah. one take and they're like well that wasn't perfect but we can't do another yeah scene. yeah <laughs> look we just yeah. can't well and then of course like you said they they actually end up run, like straight up running out of film running at film. one point yeah, well he keeps well because yeah, he he's has already, to ask for more money from the like the, the armenians oh because he ends up he ends up putting his all his yeah his his comedy albums on the line from yeah. the from the, yeah well basically the deal is is that they give him the money to start the film film or to make the film directly yeah, yeah, yeah. but he doesn't have a hundred thousand basically <laughs> like the the sort of like like Collateral start up, start up. sort of is that collateral is his... it goes against it's like an advance against his albums. Yeah. So he basically so basically if, he will work for them forever if this yeah, doesn't if work. The, right. if, the, if the movie doesn't work out, yeah, yeah. then he basically will be like they'll own all of his material, mm-hmm. you know, in perpetuity. Pretty much in perpetuity because <laughs> there's no way you'd ever be able to pay back like yeah, yeah. tens of thousands of dollars yeah, that they yeah. spent on the movie. Yeah. And I think in the end it ended up being like uh, the total cost ended up being like something like a hundred hundred thousand dollars, I think. Which I mean, it's still yeah. not too yeah. crazy for like an independent film. Yeah. Yes, because it, because that's what he does. Because at the end, he, he, he sends, sends them the, the check, check and yeah, it's for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Them back. He's like you, because he's like you're not gonna believe who's yeah, yeah. And it's not gonna believe. It's just a check for a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. But like, of course, pretty sure you can't just take that. To, but of course, like that's because Rudy doesn't know. That. That's because the movie made over ten million, million yeah, which was insane. Considering it was so, like a hundred thousand total to yeah, make, yeah. they made yeah. ten million. When they're doing that first showing there, and everybody's just like, the audience is just loving. It. They're just yeah. eating it up. And like oh, one guy four wall the yeah yeah the, the one dude the yeah because uh, it's the he goes on the radio show. Uh, it's um, oh right, it's Chris, Chris Rock, Rock. Plays yeah, yeah, the, yeah plays the, the DJ at the radio show. And this is after um, 
like basically they had gotten turned down by the distribution company. Yeah. So every, well, by every, every distribution, distribution company. company. So Rudy at this point thinks like they're never going to be able to put the movie, movie out. Like yeah. that's it. They just they made the movie and now they just have to and sit you, on. Oh well, yeah, because and Chris Rock is trying to get him to promote it. his film. Yeah. And, and he's like, like oh, he's, when's it coming out? And he's like, eh, and, and then he, he like he's like, like well, I can't tell you that. And, and Chris Rock gets pissed. He's like, yeah. look, I'm trying to do you a solid here. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. And he explains. He's like, look, off air. He explains that like. There is no one to release really? it. They can't. And, and that's so when he tells him about like, his cousin the, the, the runs, runs a, a yeah. or his uncle or whatever it yeah. is. I think it was his cousin. He's yeah. like an older cousin. Yeah. Runs the uh, yeah. runs he, a theater. Because yeah, what is it? Is it you pay five thousand dollars? Five hundred. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. And but then you, you get the ticket sales. You keep the box office. You get the box office. And then he keeps the like, he keeps the popcorn. Like the popcorn sales. <laughs> what is it? What about concession? Yeah. Concession's mine. Yeah. Concession's mine. Yeah. Yeah. The big money. <laughs> Forget your five hundred dollars. That's the yeah. popcorn's the big. Yeah. And so Although, it's like, you know so what? Essentially, what in popcorn concession probably wasn't the 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 war crime that it is now. Yeah. So, uh, so it probably wasn't as bad. but yeah. it's Probably still <laughs> concession's you know. always been. Out. And, and so yeah, so they call it like four walling. So it's basically yeah. like renting out yeah. the theater essentially. And, and then and everybody's just eating. Up. And then he's like. They're laughing. Yeah. Are they supposed to be laughing? Yeah, yeah. And he's wondering, he's like... Oh, yeah, because the, the, the dude, the guy who runs the theater is like, I thought this was going to be like a shaft kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. He didn't and understand like, that like, it was it meant to be yeah, comedy yeah, yeah, from yeah, the start. Yeah. And Rudy's just like, they're enjoying themselves. It's all that matters. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I mean, it was definitely intended to be a comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. He was a comedian. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. trying to make yeah. it funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was definitely like, there was a certain point where he realized that he could not make, like when they're filming the, a- the yeah. action parts of it, yeah. that like, he realizes like, yeah, this, this isn't gonna work. I don't know anything about kung fu. I learned to call it kung fu, like as we were making, as we were making it. Yeah, clearly, <laughs> the scene where he fights the guys and puts a guy in the trunk, and and uh, uh, Wesley Snipes is like, it's just sitting in a director's chair, and he's just like, like you, you can see him, he's like losing his mind. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, well, he's like that through a lot of movies. Oh, like yeah. I said, like Derville was the only one who actually had professional experience. Yeah, yeah. So like, he's looking around, he's just like. These people are doing all of this wrong. Right. Everything like, this is not how you make a movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, he couldn't really do anything about it because exactly. they don't know. They yeah. don't know any better. And this yeah. is the only thing they can do, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so that was great. Yeah. Um, oh, they blow up the guy's car. Uh, uh, oh, because uh, one of his friends, uh, Mike App, played by Mike Apps. Yeah. He's like they, they yeah, use the like car for the car. Too. Yeah. Good. Uh, Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson also yeah, in this Craig too. Robinson, yeah. yeah. Um, because they got the car, and it's like they're using it for all the chase scenes. He's like, "Don't be too hard on it. It's my brother's. I gotta return it." Right, right. And then they blow it. Up. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I did think it was pretty funny that like the impetus for them deciding to make a movie is because they were like, they're like, "Oh, let's go like see a movie," and they're like, "Oh, we can see this, this, this." Oh, it's like, "Oh, I want to go like see something funny," and they're yeah. like, "Oh, well, like the top like <gasps> comedy right now is the front page for the front. Let's go see that." And they're watching it, and they're like. This isn't funny. Well, well, mm, it's white people. Funny. Well, and that's the thing because I was watching this movie and I'm seeing the the scenes of front page on the screen and I was like, I'd like to see that movie. That looks good to me. I'm like, that illustrates the cultural I, difference. I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, it's a Jack Lemmon film. Yeah. I love Jack Lemmon. I, yeah. It's it's real funny. Yeah. But it's a real white person. Yeah, exactly. And I totally get that, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And to them, they were looking at it going, it is, like, this isn't funny. It is the reverse of everything that the Dolomite movie exactly, is. Exactly, right? And I get that because, like, yeah. you know, I for them, but yeah. for me, I'm like, I would probably find the front page more yeah. funny yeah. than I would find Dolomite. Dolomite funny. Yeah. yeah. Like, I loved this movie yeah. because I liked the story yeah. and how it plays out and the, and the characters, like, the, the, the acting and stuff. But, like, 
that's why I sort of say like like things like you know Dolomite and stuff like that is like not for me, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah, like, yeah, that was not yeah. you know they weren't like it was for them. It was no. for like their you know mm-hmm. their people, so to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. And then, and it's not a racist thing. It's just a yeah. cultural difference. I, and so like for me, when I see things like where I well, saw again, the, it's that, the footage it's that, like, of the front page, I'm like. That looks really good. You, I think I probably you find that movie like we, we just don't have the cultural touchstones. Yeah. To well, it's for also like different times. Black exploitation right? films. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like certain things about it, and I appreciate like the idea behind it, mm-hmm. like how it's kind of like because they had really been kind of like well marginalized in that era. Yeah. Like, yeah, like basically, know. they would be hired to be well, you know, like Derville was like yeah, exactly. played, played like the elevator. Yeah, the you know, butler. The elevator operator yeah, in, yeah. in, the in dr- Rosemary's yeah. Baby or The driver, the butler. Yeah. The, yeah, and it's like, you know, well, they would get roles like that. They, they played a role that was their station in life yeah. and, and in they, a white person's Yeah, role, and they didn't get to a, be the hero, and they yeah. didn't really get to be exactly. exp- express, yeah. like, their own, like, culture and stuff like that. And so the idea with Black Sanitation, it was, it was like, it was them being able to, like, mm-hmm. let's make our own movies yeah. for our us. way. Yeah. You know, and, and I love that. Like, I yeah. think that's great. Yeah. But they're not really for me yeah. and that's fine you know i mean the ones i've seen yeah i've enjoyed I mean, but i've never sought them out. yeah and, and like i mean i've seen well, shaft I mean, but shaft is much, like the, there's not much to not enjoy because to be honest they're i mean they're called less black exploitation films because yeah. they're basically just exploitation, exploitation films, films yeah. and the whole point of exploitation films is that it throws everything just be out ridiculous the window. and it throws and, everything out the window except entertainment yeah value. exactly yeah so yeah. it's just mindless action yeah nudity there's everything like, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. that you could want in exploitation <laughs> the intestines yeah. the guts so, <laughs> so I mean like with those kinds of things it's like that's all they are yeah, they're just yeah. entertainment values yeah, yeah. so and and deliberately so so mm. I mean like there's not much not to like yeah. it's just some of the subtleties of like the style of humor yeah. and stuff I don't know I mean quite there's, there's definitely one of those there's definitely a case of like like what we love about 80s action films yeah probably wouldn't have existed oh, yeah, if it wasn't for, sure. for 20 years of black well, rotation and, and coming up to that. that like, <laughs> the things that I'm more familiar with than like a lot of actual black exploitation films themselves is like the things that they influence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or the things that were kind of based off of that aesthetic, but mm-hmm. like in a sort of a different avenue. Like, yeah. Like, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die. Sure. film yeah. was absolutely yeah. straight up based off of like the success of like black exploitation mm-hmm. genre and like it was totally inspired by that yeah you know <clears throat> i'm gonna get you sucker which was well, like, exactly you know like a sort of a parody parody like it's weird like to a think loving of, parody yeah. like but it's a great movie kind yeah. of it's to, it's yeah. weird to think of like a parody of blacks of an exploitation yeah. film which is basically a parody of film yeah when you get to parodies of Parodies, it, well, gets, yeah. it starts getting weird, but yeah. yeah, but yeah, I know exactly, I know what you mean, yeah, yeah. So, um, things like that that I'm familiar yeah. with, like you know, or yeah. just other things, those are just a couple examples, but yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, but um, and then the other thing that was I really enjoyed was uh, which is another thing that was uh, true, was uh, oh, oh, so of course, after the big like success of of this of the movie in terms of on the limited yeah. scale that they're able to do it. The 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 film company that originally turned them down yeah, now them, comes yeah. back to them yeah. and is like, we want to put out this movie because they yeah. realize how much they can make off of it, and they make a deal, and so they're able to get like it gets a, full, back. A, a wide release, mm-hmm. and that's when they're you know it ends up making like over ten million yeah, and becomes huge, and becomes huge. Yeah, uh, but what I loved was oh, that oh yeah when they're going to that sort of like what I guess would be like the, the premiere. Yeah, it was like the premiere of the wide release, I mm-hmm. guess. 
and they're all going all to that it. end scene is so good and they have the thing where where there's like the massive crowd oh, yeah. lined up. Well, because they've got they've got a seven o'clock and nine o'clock yeah, and an well, eleven o'clock showing. I think, and I'm gonna have to put on a one and yeah, a three. Well, I think what he says is it's it's the ten is the ten and the midnight are sold, sold out. out. Yeah. He's like, I th- we're gonna have to do a two o'clock yeah. show. We got people that are gonna be waiting in line six hours and, to see and your and movie. Ru- and Rudy kind of does the yeah. thing where he kind of like these people are gonna be waiting in line that long, and so like. He like tells like the rest of the cast and stuff. Yeah. Like the rest of so the, back in the day with theaters only had one screen. <laughs> his other friends, he's like, "You go on ahead," yeah. and he stays out. And he basically with the entertains crowd, the crowd. And entertains the crowd while yeah. they're waiting to be yeah. able to see the movie. And that's it's totally such true. A, it's he such a great did that. It's such a and great I think, scene. And I think yeah. it wasn't just that one time. I think that was like something that he did like on the regular, right? Yeah, like as they toured around, he just like would do that. Because he was just like he, he didn't want people mm-hmm. to be left just like waiting for hours to come and see the movie. Mm-hmm. He wanted them to be entertained, so like he would entertain them while they were waiting, and then they would eventually get in to see the movie. You know, so they'd have like you know all this entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, like you know, I mean, he made enough money off of that and stuff, so you know, and uh, you know, they eventually made sequels and stuff. They did the cool thing at the end where they have the little like. They sort of tell you what happened oh, after yeah. and update. Yeah, you they're on sort stuff, of like the, you know, the yeah the the stuff and that and that's cool. You know. Yeah. No, I yeah, yeah I loved it. I yeah I super enjoyed this. It was it was fun. I mean, I knew and, pretty quick, like within the first sort of few minutes, where yeah, I was yeah. like, where I got a sense of the feel of this of the, it and yeah. like the quality of like the writing and mm-hmm. the, the acting and stuff. Yeah. I was like, I think I'm gonna enjoy yeah. this. Yeah. And I really it was did. Good. I was excellent. I really did. Yeah. So, it's uh, yeah. I mean, I. By the time we decided, like, oh, we're going to do this for an episode and whatnot, yeah. like, it had already gotten a fair amount of, like, good reviews and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah I looked through... It wasn't, like, Like, after watching shock. it, I, I looked through a few reviews. Yeah. Uh, it I, wasn't, like, a big shock, like, oh, oh, I didn't know this was going to be, you know, well-regarded. I, like, I can't I can't remember... I don't remember which review it was, yeah. but, like, of, like, I think maybe it was one of just, like, the small clip review... Clip, like, two-sentence things off of, like, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. But, like... Um, it was like uh, it was called this movie uh, "Filthy and Affectionate." Yeah, and I was like, "Yep, that nails this movie." It's it's so dirty, but it's got so much heart. Yeah, like ninety seven percent. Yeah, that is that is amazing. That is so high. Seven reviews. Yeah, yeah. The website's critics consensus reads: In dramatizing Rudy Raymore's stranger than fiction story, Eddie Murphy makes Dolomite is my name just as bold, brash, and ultimately hard to resist as its subject. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it. Uh, I uh, all right. The, here you go, uh, Eddie. Eddie, you, uh, you, you got your second chance. Yeah, you, you did a good job. Don't screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> be be very picky about your next film. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> uh, he. Uh, yeah, he's been working on uh, trying to develop it since two thousand three. Wow. Um. That was when he first like. Um, that was when he he first started working with the writer, the screenwriters oh, wow. on it. So there's like there's been it's some long time like, dream project, yeah. and he actually was able to. Um, uh, he arranged a meeting uh, between the screenwriters and Rudy before he died. Oh yeah, to like get him to like tell their story, stories. That's and stuff. awesome. Yeah. So yeah, evidently there's a couple of stories. More there's there was a couple of stories they wanted to put in it, but like yeah. just due to like time, they yeah, didn't I have. Yeah, I mean, two hour movie. You don't yeah. really want to go much further yeah. than that, you yeah. know. So it's it's a good two hours, solid but, two hours. But yeah, no, it was great. It was great. Uh, he died in 2008, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. Um, 
But yeah, no, uh, Dolem is my name. Super good. Um, it's right on the Netflix there. Easy to, easy to, easy to catch. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything which, else? At which point, yeah, he was 81. At 81. Which point, yeah, yeah. He sure. was born 27. So like I say, like, he was already basically middle-aged by the time all this was going on. Yeah. yeah. So it was a real sort of second chance for yeah. him. Yeah. You know, after huh. <laughs> making a couple, some, some of, there. couple of novelty records yeah. you know, back in like the 50s and stuff, like I said, and then like getting to do this in the 70s. So. Second second chance. It was a second chance for Dolomite. It's well, the Rudy, it's now second chance for. Yeah, I mean, for, for, I don't know if it's a second chance. It might be a little well, further. Third along the line. chance. But... I mean, how many bad movies has he made at this point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot. Yeah. Well, once you get in that rut, yeah. you know. Uh, I don't Should know. Be hard. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it's fine. But uh, I mean, Eddie Murphy made so many great films, like mm-hmm. in like the eighties and yeah. stuff. That like he had, a, as far as I'm concerned, he had so much goodwill. Yeah, already yeah. bought by like how great well, his. It was one was of those things too. Like, it was more... If he never made a good movie after yeah. that, he'd already earned yeah. his way. It was. It was kind of like it was like he, it was between like he had two choices, like quote unquote retire mm. or just keep yeah. making whatever came across his plate yeah. and he chose option B which yeah maybe not the best yeah, yeah, yeah well because to hear him talk about it wow, like that may not be the case anymore because he's been talking about potentially like in the near well, future I mean, after this well I mean, I mean after this this really opens up for sure, sure for sure but I mean know. they're already working on like that new coming to America which yeah, hopefully yeah. that's good possibility of uh, Beverly Hills Cop after that um you know, so revisiting some of these older things, mm-hmm. uh, questionable. But if it's done, that, that well, can go good. That can go bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. questionable. But if it's done well, mm-hmm. eh, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, I mean, after seeing the quality of like what he was, his work was here, like yeah. clearly he still has the ability. Bill, yeah, it's just a matter of leveraging the right you yeah. know material and the mm-hmm. right approach to it. Yeah. Uh, but he has said that like he's thinking about basically like more or less semi-retiring for like movies and just like yeah. going back to like comedy essentially sure uh which you know he hasn't really done much in a long time no. so you know that could work i mean that's kind of like what um uh ron williams kind of did that oh, that's like, true. Where, like yeah. he did nothing but movies for a long time and then yeah. came back and did some stand up and mm-hmm. yeah, he still did movies after that yeah, too yeah. but you know it's kind of uh, that's cool yeah you know Oh, yeah. Make sure it's, you know, see see if you still got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. I'll definitely be watching for whatever. Yeah. The next things he does after this, I'm mm-hmm. like, I feel like this is definitely a new, uh, you know, just the fact that it's his first R-rated movie in 20 years, like that's pretty crazy. That that's <laughs> yeah. really yeah. Because of course, like that's I mean, in the 80s, like everything he did was R. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much, you know. And there's so many of them were like classic, you know, whether it's like Beverly's Cop or, you know, Trading Places or, you know, a lot of great stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I really so, enjoyed it. Yeah. Super good. Super good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Dolomite is my name. That was this week's yeah. episode, uh, movie. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Yes. Until then, I'm Chris. That's it. Cheers. Bye-bye.